Welcome back to Potent Projections. I'm one of your co-hosts, EJ Hurt. I'm here with Chris Trussell, and we are in the penthouse of Midtown, powered by the Beacon Center. In the heart of Tacoma, we have one of the biggest rivalries this city, state, and country have ever seen this week. And man, it's a big week, isn't it, Chris? Absolutely huge week. Playoff lives will be made, and playoff lives will be destroyed. Yeah, I was going to say, not even just playoff lives, just maybe souls of people will be destroyed this week. Yeah, it's it's a big week. Arguably the biggest week we've ever had in the league's history. And how fitting it is that it's corona season. And so, you know, I'm really excited. Yeah, you know, some have stated that uh, there needs to be a net put out by Midtown because the deck is off limits this week. Um, if I want to jump... I want to jump freely, so I will not be use, utilizing the net if I need to. Oh, the net isn't there for you to choose to use it, Chris. It's to uh, save ourselves from ourselves. No, if I don't make the playoffs, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> for all those out there, it's just conjecture. It's just uh, joking around. Or is uh, it? Or is it? <laughs> all right, Chris, uh, I'll let you take it away because I know you have a lot to say. Well, I know you're, or you're a happy guy this week, right? I'm in a good mood this week. I like my matchups. I've been hitting my bets this week, which means I'll hit the lineup correct. So I don't see how anything could go wrong this week. Besides the sky. Always a great thing to say. That's right. right? That always sets you up for good juju. And it's the Sky Weekly, though, that always seems to put a stain on a good week. Skyler, one of your, I won't say your worst week ever, but definitely one of the bottom ones. Oh, see, you know, I was on the interview with Sky uh, a while ago, and... That wasn't the vibe that I got off from Sky. We both seemed that you enjoyed the rankings this week. Well, I don't know what you guys were smoking because I didn't. I thought they were flimsy and just slimy journalism, I think. Very slimy. Now, slimy Sky. Like I said, this wasn't his worst one. Austin at 10, I agree 100%. For our viewers out there, all week I tried to trade Austin for A.J. Brown. And he said, no, we got to stay on brand. Team grown-ass man is not giving up A.J. or D.K. And for our viewers out there, I offered Russell Wilson and T. Higgins for Lamar Jackson and A.J. Brown. Didn't think it was a bad offer, um, but he wanted to stay on brand. And on brand cost him big this week. A.J. Brown put up a stinker, two points. So I'm happy that he's at 10. We got Tim at 9. I was never too hot on this team, um, unlike the Sky Weekly, which just has got many things wrong. Tim, much respect, but I just got to bash you. you. You were the only other person in the league to win it besides Austin. So when you and Austin are 10 and 9 in Week 10, I'm going to take some shots. And you can't rebuttal. So that's always nice. <laughs> this, is only, this is the only time we get shots in. So right. <laughs> Then we got Allen at eight. You know, Allen, we rode out of the playoffs probably week two or three. He was had injuries everywhere. He was on a big skid. 
And now he's just lingering around like a stenchy odor from something like... From one of your stinky rips in Midtown. Or like, you know how sometimes it's Monday, you just took out the trash last night, and you find something in the fridge and you throw it in there, and it sits in there for a few days because the trash isn't full, and you wonder what the stink is. That's kind of what Allen's team's like this year. And you know, sometimes when you get that stink, you, you just tell somebody, like... You, you have to, like, try to get a window open, and then sometimes you just have to say... Oh, someone get open! Jesus, fuck! And, and then no one opens the window. You have to do it yourself. Exactly. So, you know, Alan, you're hanging around there. I don't know if you're going to be able to continue to hang in, but props to you. We got Josh at 7. Josh with a big win last night. Adam Thielen came to play, said, I'm not letting Josh go down without a fight. 7, I think, is a good spot. Then we got... Ace at six. Um, he, I don't even remember who he played. Who did he play? I'm sorry, who? Was Asa. Asa, he played. Hmm, who mm. did Asa well, play? Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, it was EJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me. I forgot. <laughs> so Asa took a just big dump this week. Then we got myself at five, and that's where I think it was really botched. If the playoffs started He today, didn't play me this week. I, I played Sky. <laughs> Asa, I, don't, I honestly don't know who he played. But he played Chris. <laughs> well, it was really... Uh, I guess he put up a good amount of points, but I'm not worried about Ace's team. Then at five, we have myself. That's just bad journalism. If the playoffs started today, I'd be in based on points four. And Sky has me out. I just... Slimy journalism, 101 right there. We got Gary at four. Gary's the lowest score in the league, albeit he has won three of his last four and making a push. But based on his points four, he has to win out if he wants a chance at making the playoffs. And he needs some help. So I don't know if he's there. Sky at three. I can get on board with that. EJ and Hunter, they've had some big weeks, so I'm fine with the two spot. And Logan at one. Yeah, fine. So... And we break down his stinky playoff rankings. Asa at four, I don't like. I should be in there. I will be in there, and I will be your league champion. But those are my thoughts on oh, just your thoughts on the Sky Weekly this week. You know, the Sky Weekly was so well done this week. Uh, I rejoiced when I saw it, Chris. It was very, very well done, Sky. I want to give you a round of applause. It was awesome. Uh, just keep it up. Keep up the great non-slimy journalism. And. And going into our next matchup, first matchup of the week, we have the battle for playoff livelihood, honor, and everything you don't want to be playing for right now. Gary and Austin. Which is what we're all playing for. Well, I mean, this is literally do or die. If Gary loses, point-wise, he can't get in. Oh, fair. Unless he scores 200 each week, which that's just not going to happen. And then Austin with the loss, he's out. So Fair enough. I can get behind that. Here we go. Pulling up the matchup. And, you know, my first initial thoughts are that Gary's going to get the win. I mean, he took down the number three team last week, so I'm going to side with Gary. But... One moment, please. We're having technical difficulties. Yeah. Thanks, Internet. All right, here we are. Now that we've got the matchups up, we can dive deep into this. we got Deshaun Watson versus New England. Watson's always going to put up good points, whether it's rushing or throwing. Brady versus the Rams could be a tough one because Brady alternates between going for 30 and then going for 3. There's no in between with that man anymore. DeAndre Swift, a very good player. Kareem Hunt established the run last week, something Austin hates, which will pay dividends for Gary this week. 
Kenny Galladay, if he can come in, they could have a big week. Stafford's been slinging it. Then you got Cooper Cup. That stingy Tampa defense who wouldn't even allow somebody to pick up a nickel if they dropped it. I don't know if Cooper Cup's going to be able to perform. Michael Thomas, he hasn't gone in the end zone in a while. And with Crab stealing Winston at the helm, who knows what's going to happen. But Crab hands. They also haven't named a starter. It could be Taysom Hill, which I think would be very saucy. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know what to expect. So Michael Thomas could be hit or miss this week. Eric Ebron. I like, but I don't like because, I mean, Pittsburgh's got Deontay, Juju, and Claypool, so Ebron's kind of the fourth option there. Yeah, it's hard. He's kind of like Gronk, where mm-hmm. he needs to pick up a touchdown. Exactly. And we've got character flawed Melvin Gordon. We've already dove into why he's an idiot. And he's got that good Colts defense. I mean, Aaron Rodgers struggled this week against the Jags defense. I don't want to know what he will do against the Colts. I will say there were some pretty bad weather conditions in that game, but still, it was a bit un- a mm-hmm. bit underperforming of what you would have expected. Yeah, and then you know, looking at Austin's team, Herbert versus the Jets. Herbert will do well. Um, Lamar Jackson against Tennessee. Lamar Jackson just lost to Cam Newton in the Patriots. So I'm I think not- this will be a big matchup for Lamar because. He is really not. They they have not been able to throw the ball this year as well he as he was last year because he was a good thrower of the ball yeah. last year. Not so much this year. He's been okay. He's just been super off and on. Mm-hmm. Last week was not much of an indicator because it was such such terrible weather. But this will be a really big matchup indicator because Tennessee's pass defense is not good, and if he does not play good against this team, it's it's going to be tough. tough. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to need big quarterback play. Gibson against Cincinnati. Gibson's a solid player. I don't like Duke Johnson this week against New England. They are just a run-stopping defense, but they can get thrown on all day. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. And we've got A.J. Brown against Baltimore. That could be a tough matchup. A.J. Brown is most likely going to rebound big after last week's performance. And the play-action... Plays. He's most likely going to be shadowed, yeah. but still you would expect a better game, so, that's for sure. He should do well. DK Metcalf, if it's anything like the last game against Arizona, there will be points, points, points. So DK could easily go off. I don't like Hawkinson. And Amari Cooper might have the fire crotch back. I don't know if that's good or bad, because whoever the last guy was did not lay an egg last week. Gary um, Gilbert. Gary Gilbert. Or Garrett Gilbert versus, you know, Andy Dalton, who really stunk it up while he was out there. That's so right. I think Cooper could be a hit or miss, big miss or big hit. And so for that reason, I'm going to give it to Gary to keep his playoff hopes alive. And also, I just want a league champion besides Austin. Yeah, you know, I, I'm rooting for Gary this week because, yeah, I want a league champion that is not Austin. Uh, but, oh man, this is tough. Yeah, I'm going to go with Gary as well this week. So Gary Midtown has picked you 2-0. That's right. Screw you, Austin, just because you win so much. Okay. <laughs> and next matchup, we got Josh versus Grizz. Josh versus Grizz. Another one that is a big one, just like all of them this week, Chris, as I was saying before. And my initial thoughts on this one are Grizz is reeling. And Josh is coming off a big win this last week that he really needed because he would have been just in Pittsville 
if he did not pick up that win. I, I would have really felt for him. And and this week, I, I, I do think he's got a pretty good shot. Uh, I mean, going up against Grizz, who, who has been struggling, but who I do think still has a good team. I, I, I do not feel bad for trading him Drew Brees. Um, I do feel bad for what happened, and that he got hurt so fast. But uh, but no, I uh, I do think that his team is decent despite all the bad luck that he's kind of kind of gone through. A little bit like a lot like Allen. Yeah. Well. And going through here on the matchups, I I think it's a bit bold for, or I guess it might be the only way for him to go. I guess he does have Baker Mayfield to play, but Chris has Andy Dalton in there, and and I just I just don't know about that one, Chris. Uh, I don't think he is good, and man, I, I guess we'll find out. But man, I, he's got both his quarterbacks going up against each other, which which could be interesting. But I, I, in this one, in this matchup, I do see them running all over that terrible Dallas defense, mm-hmm. and this could be one of those games where they milk up a lot of clock. There's not a lot of passing, and, and that's just that's one of those games I could see see happening, and. Uh, Going to Zeke, Zeke stinks this year, um, projecting 16. I, I don't know if that's at all reasonable, seeing how terrible he's been. And uh, James Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller are all bright spots on Grizz's team. I think they'll all have good weeks. Uh, even James Robinson going up against Pitt, I think he will actually do do good against them just because of how much the volume that he gets on that offense. And then... D-Hop, I mean, our secondary at Seattle is just, we all know, historically the worst. And so with D-Hop, with that big catch last week, man, I, I don't see him going for less than 25 this week at, at, least, at the very least. So uh, that all being said, and then seeing how Josh's team kind of stacks up, uh, he's got some tough matchups this week, and then, man, he's still got that running back trouble. So both of these teams have struggled with bad luck, injuries, who knows if Chris Carson's gonna play? Josh, for like I said last week, I hope he plays for you. Carson is but playing. I got. Is a, he? I did get a notification that said Chris Carson one hundred percent playing. That's good. Thank but God that that finally happened. I will help the yeah. Hawks too. That will. Yes, it will. We are. We're not winning any games. Fantasy aside, Seattle's not winning any games when we can't go for it on fourth and one because we don't believe in DJ because Dallas. Because we have DJ Dallas or Collins, whatever. Yeah, his first Alex, name. Alex Collins. So man. Stacking it up, this is, to me, a toss-up. Oh, and previous, I like that previous matchups in the year. Uh, Josh took the first of these two matchups. Uh, I think I think Grizz bounces back in this game. I, I'm picking Grizz to win in this one. Well, that is a nice feature. I didn't know they had the previous matchup. It'll be interesting once we get to a certain one. But oh, I th- yeah, I'm sure that will be really great for one of us. I mean, just piggyback of what you said, I think you did good analysis. I just don't like Andy Dalton and Ezekiel Elliott going and playing some against a Midwestern football team that they're all bringing their lunchbox to work. They're on a three-game win streak. With three wins against their next three opponents, they could be in the wild-card hunt. So I don't, I don't like any of the Dallas players, which automatically puts them at a disadvantage. So I'm going to side with Josh as well as because I think Josh would be a good insurance win for the loser out of our matchup. That's true. Because Grizz has scored a decent amount of points. I think. Oh, well, I don't care if he wins. I think, he's, <laughs> I think he's above me in points. I know I'm barely above Josh, but I would rather have somebody with less points than me. And one of you, and many of you may be saying, EJ, you just said 
how you didn't like Grizz's team this week. I'm pulling a uh, barstool sports book here where they just don't like the matchup so much that they take it. You know, yeah. um, and uh, that's that's where I'm at with this one. Uh, we're gonna go into our first ad, and and we're not gonna do ads this week, Chris. Uh, we we got we have some we got reached out to by many of the great and bad commentators of our time. We're gonna be kind of sharing some of the great calls yes, out there. We are so please enjoy. The 24 second clock is shut off. Mike D'Antoni won't call timeout and let the Raptors set up their D. The crowd on its feet here at the Air Canada Center. Lynn puts it up. Bang! Jeremy Lynn from downtown! And the Knicks take the lead! Amazing here at the Air Canada Center. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open, fires away! Bang! It's over! The Bulls win at the buzzer! Catches, puts up a three! Won't go! Rebound box! Back out to Allen! His three-pointer! Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining! They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry! Way down tap! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six tenths of a second remaining! Oh, thank you, Mike Breen. You always instill just endless amounts of energy into all of us with the great bang, bang calls. Yeah, we love Mike Breen. One of the better announcers. One that you can get behind just listening to. Yeah, we cons- we considered throwing up Mike Breen bang highlights for just the entirety of the podcast. That's this right, week. we did. We debated it bigly. Yeah, and uh, we're actually going to bring on a one of the members of this league that has, sadly happens to be in first place. And Chris, also uh, slimy jur- journalism this week as well. That's right. All right, uh, so welcome on Sky. And we are here with Mr. Skyler Lewis, uh, manager of the team name. Sky, what's your team name at this point? I believe I'm Obi-Wan Jacoby. That's right, Obi-Wan Jacoby. And the first place team in the league currently, even after a loss to a, in a tightly contested matchup this last week, but still strongly in first place. Sky, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing excellent, knowing that my playoff odds currently are 96.62% to make the playoffs, so I am not sweating at all. Wow, that's quite specific. How did you get that uh, that number? Did you just pull it out of your ass, or uh, is that coming from somewhere? Well, there's someone in the league, and he's known as Big Data, and, oh, okay. uh, and he sent us this lovely website that has these amazing odds on it. I mean, personally, I would think I'm closer to the 100% to make the playoffs, but, you know, apples and oranges. Okay. There's some that might argue that you'd be on the closer to zero. Maybe not cl- not as close to zero, but closer than uh, than 94.6, if that's what you said. Uh, what would you respond to those people that think that you may have a less of a chance to make the playoffs than you think? Well, I- I'm looking at them right now, and they're all below me, so... I can't really associate with those people that are below the totem pole. I mean, I can't even get sixth place in the league right now. I'm the only one that's going to finish fifth or higher. And we still have two weeks left. 
So at this point, I'm playoff bound. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It's hard to hear the people that are so far below you. Um, I will say also, you have locked not Toilet Bowl this year. No chance you can play in the Toilet Bowl, which uh, congrats to you. I think you're the only one that's uh, locked that in, which is pretty big. How do you feel about that? You know, I'm not surprised. I set myself up early in the season for success, and I I gave myself this leeway where if I lose a couple games, big deal, I'm still a playoff team. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable right now. I'm just excited to get the playoffs going. Awesome. So you've been calling your team Mr. Consistency all year, right? Or maybe not your team, but you all year, correct? That is correct. I am Mr. Consistency. Awesome. Have you, have you considered after this week, if you do lose, change your team name to Mr. Conskidstency? You, you know, that's that's something I don't even think about because I'm the only team in the league that hasn't lost two games in a row this season. I'm, I'm the only one. Like, if that's not consistency, then I don't know what is. Yes, but if, if that did, if the turn of the tide did happen, would you consider, uh, I, think, I think most of the people around the league would consider uh, Mr. Consistency turns to Mr. Conskid, Conskidstency. You, you know, I, I, I'm just not seeing it. It's, it. It is what it is. I, I'm a consistent team. I'm a playoff team. It happens. You did get Calvin Skidley off your team, which is pretty good. I will give you that because uh, you get skids off your team and it helps you. That is, and you know, maybe Logan being one, one, probably one of the hottest teams in the league going into playoffs right now, maybe him having skidly, maybe the fortunes will turn. Yeah, you never know. I mean, anytime you take on any sort of skid, skidly juju onto your team, like Skyler, uh, or Crit, not Crit, it's not Skyler, Chris rejecting the Madame Zeroni curse. Uh, all hail Madame Zeroni, by the way. Uh, and ever since then, going 0-4. I mean, incredible. You know, Chris doesn't believe in the curse. What's going to happen? I mean, I know what's going to happen with the curse. He's going to lose this week. He's going to lose next week. He's going to end on what? Would that be a five-game losing streak? Uh, that is correct. Is he, wait, is he coming into this week with a four, four or three games? Sorry, I'm a little bit. Three. Three. three sorry, yes. Three, 0 and 3 since Madams Roney's The Rejection of the Curse. Exactly, exactly. It's it's disappointing. He especially cursed himself during Halloween, during the spooking hours. So, you know, he's going to be on a five-game losing streak when the season's over and miss the playoffs, and it's it's going to be a tough look for him. And this week, I mean, he did that in spooky season, and now he plays Scary Terry. I mean, it doesn't get any spookier than that. Oh, it, it, it really doesn't. And, you know, these last two weeks are going to be really, really interesting to see. It's it's just the closest we've been all year. And I know you guys are going to talk about that later on the PP, but such a great year for fantasy football. I agree. So, so awesome. And, man, it's it's just great to be a part of it, right? You know, and, and in, the pa- in the past, it's been the Austin show. And, and I will say, even if uh, – in all likelihood, I did not get first or get to the playoffs this year. I, it was still much more enjoyable for things to be really close. Oh, oh, definitely, 100%. I think this year, it, it, it's great that everybody still has a chance this far into the season. It just makes it more of a playoff atmosphere. That's right. I mean, I, like like Kamish tweeted out or texted out uh, yesterday, I believe. He just said that the playoffs are on. The playoff season is here. And, and there's no avoiding it. I mean, it's it's not win or go home technically at this point, but this is playoff fantasy football. 
this is, and even me being what seven and three right now, and I'm still not safe. Like it's closer than ever. Yeah, I completely agree. And not only not safe, not safe, but there are so many teams that can take it. I mean, like we talked about, no one is eliminated yet, um, which is crazy. Not super high percentages to make it, but no one's eliminated. Not at With all. Two and, games left? That's unheard of. And, and, you know, there's one thing I want to get to on a little side note here. I had a conversation with Chris, and uh, I, I just want to throw this out there on the PP. Chris thinks that Mike Davis is going to have a better week this week than Derrick Henry. I just want to throw that out there to all okay. our listeners. It's just it's laughable at this point. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I that is quite laughable. I will also say uh, we do have a, a small bet, you, me, and Asa, that uh, Mike Davis will not reach how many points this week? I I don't think Mike Davis is reaching double digits this week. Correct. And uh, Asa and I have five dollars on the line total that he uh, he will surpass that. And and I think I think we had a dumb bet there, Sky. I think that's just free money for us. And and I'm I'm sorry that we have to take your money so easily. And, 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 you know, the reason why I made the bet, just looking at it, Mike Davis, in his last four games, hasn't even scored nine points. Like, I, I'm betting on the odds right there. He, he's had 8.7 or less in the last four games. There's no way he's getting a 10 this week. Yeah, you know, I mean, sometimes when you step up to the roulette table and you see it hit three, 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 you bet on three thinking it's going to happen again, but that's not how it really works. So we will see. We will see how it happens. Um, with your matchup this week, you're going up against uh, none other than Asa Smith. And uh, not looking too hot with the projections. He's got you on a 12-point swing. Uh, so how are you feeling with your matchup this week? You know, he's he's got the advantage right there with the projections. But, you know, projections don't matter. If we're looking at it, I will give Asa some credit. Kyler Murray against Seattle. He might put up 50. We have Alvin Kamara for him against Atlanta, who's really weak against their uh, past defense, I believe. And then, oh, who's the third one? Tyree Kill and Mike Davis. Oh, Mike Davis is not scoring more than 10, I forgot. Tyree goes up against Las Vegas. Goes up against Las Vegas. It's going to be a good matchup for sure. I think that's going to be really interesting to watch because I recently acquired – Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So I think it's really going to be who scores the touchdown between Tyreek Hill and Clyde Edwards. Yeah, you know, well, it will be an interesting matchup, that's for sure. And uh, I know that there will be a lot of, uh, the kids call it nowadays, shit-talking that will occur between these these two uh, heavyweights. And, um, and yeah, it will be an interesting matchup, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and one more thing I'm going to say on that is, you know, Asa might have two players that score 40 or 50 points this week, but I don't see his team breaking 125 this week. I really don't. Wow. Proclamation that Ace's team will not break 125 this week. Hmm, interesting. Where do you think your Where do you think your team lands points-wise? You know, I, I'm going to be realistic here. I'm thinking I'm going to finish around 140 this week. I think it's going to be a 140 to 125 in that range. So, oh, so you get a close one. I, it's going to be close for sure. I definitely think I have the edge, though. Keenan Allen's only projected 17 points against the New York Jets. Like, that's that's a 30-burger right there. Yeah, 
You know, you never know. He's been awesome this year. And then uh, to finish it out, uh, who do you think was going to be the highest scorer this week? Highest scorer this week. So we got Gary playing Austin. Got Josh playing Tim. Let's see it. Allen and Logan, and then you and Chris. I think you and Chris's matchup is going to be really good. But I, th- I think I've got to go back to Logan. I think Logan's going to have the highest scoring week. That's a good call. Yeah, I like Logan's team this week. I think they have a good week. All right, well, thanks for coming on, Sky. And as always, uh, we respect the Sky Weekly. We love the rankings. I know Chris isn't here, but I know he would just say great things about it. And especially this last week, uh, he had really, really great words, kind words to say about how awesome your rankings were. Yeah, you know, Chris is sometimes he doesn't like it. Actually, every week he doesn't like it. No, but this week he was very, he liked it a lot, right? I mean, you talked to him on the phone and he just talked about how much he loved how you did the rankings. And I I agree. They were great. Oh, I got rave reviews from Chris all week. I he he's loving it and I think mm-hmm. this week especially if he loses this week, he's going to love it even more. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just the train never stops on that one. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Any yeah, closing thanks. remarks for your opponent or anyone else in the league? You know, I will see three other teams in the playoffs in 2 weeks. All right. See you, Sky. And thanks to Sky for coming on to the pod. We always love bringing our awesome, wonderful crew and league members on to the podcast. And we're going to bring on a not-so-great announcer for this next part, Chris, uh, Booger McFarland. Booger McFarland was so bad for our viewers that might not watch Monday Night Football that he got demoted, and now he does analysis pregame. So we just yeah. wanted to give some best booger moments. We, we want to show that with the, all the great announcers out there, there is the worst. Then we are so much more thankful for people like Mike Breen because of people like Booger. So in, please enjoy these terrible calls. Don't worry about Odell. Nothing but a bathroom break. You know, back in my day, Ted, we we would do that on the sideline. Booger, that's too much information. No, it's, no, it's not. It's no, not. It's no, no, listen. These diva wide receivers wanted to go to the bathroom. As a defensive lineman, we didn't go to the bathroom. You sat on the bench, did your business, and you got up. Here's a news flash test. I, I, I get it. JJ Watt batting balls, but guess what? They don't pay you as a defensive lineman to bat balls. He's got to get to the quarterback. My favorite teacher was my math teacher. Her name was Tanya Blackson. Uh, math was a subject I didn't like. But Miss Blackson would come in the room and she would have this nice, it wasn't a mini skirt, but it was a short skirt on. What is this? I was probably 7th or 8th grade. Okay. She was teaching algebra too. Okay. She had a nice short skirt on. And because of the skirt is the reason I started to like math. Wait a minute. You paid more attention to math because because she came in wearing this skirt. Fast forward about 20 years. Her and her husband are now my kids' godparents. Because she wore a skirt? No, no, no. no, no. But just, just to show you the impact that she had on me. But the nickname Booger stuck, so you did not eat your own boogers? No, I never ate my own boogers. But you definitely them. tried. Well, everybody's picked their nose. You picked their nose. Oh, yeah. Hear that? And first, you heard it here first, folks. And everybody tries. Sweet Jesus, he just made his algebra two eighth grade teacher. Although I will say, algebra two—that's pretty impressive in eighth grade. But the godparent, his I kids' imagine, godparents. I can't imagine Booger was in algebra two in eighth grade. I think that's—he he just threw out that he was maybe in seventh or eighth grade. I don't buy that for one minute. But to make your kid's godparents math teacher because of the nice skirt she wore and then to say that the impact she had on him i'm not saying that she didn't have an impact it's just that's fishy yep i completely agree 
Uh, coming off of our interview with Mr. Lewis, we're going to dive into his matchup with Mr. Smith. And uh, Sky and I did get a chance to talk about about it uh, on his interview, Chris. So we're just let's just be brief about their matchup. So why don't you take this one out? The battle of just absolute dumpster fire teams. We, got we, we heard it's called the rat race. Yeah, the rat race, for those of you that don't know, we play Fortnite quite a bit. Um, Sky, Ace, myself, and EJ. And those two tend to build and hide below and wait for the action to come to them, kind of like rats who are waiting for their cheese. Um, but, you know, anyway, back to the matchup. Um, they battled each other once, and Skyler blew Ace out. Now, I'm torn, because I want Skyler to lose, because I want him going into the last week fighting for his playoff life. But I want Asa to win, or I want Asa to lose, excuse me, also, because it's Asa, and he is 5-5, five and five, and that would give me a game advantage over him. And it would spice things up for your final matchup. With them in the, in the final would. week. Christmas would come so early if I could knock Ace out of the playoffs and take 70 of his hard-earned dollars. So, just looking at the matchups, I like Matt Stafford, and I like Big Ben this week against Jacksonville. I don't like Henry against Baltimore. Nick Chubb will run rampant on Philly. Chris Godwin, we don't know which Tampa player is going to get the receptions. Keenan Allen will probably have a very nice day. Jacoby Myers is either going to be throwing touchdowns or catching them. I don't know which. Hayden he's playing Hurst. Houston, so yeah. he's going to be doing something. And then we got Hayden Hurst. That's a that's a tough matchup against the stingy Saints defense. Then we got the Raiders against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to be coming for a revenge game because the Raiders whooped their butts last time. But I don't like Edwards Alaire at all. We were debating this last night. He's had, like, one good 20-point game this season. He's had one game with over 20 points, and it was 20.9. So, I don't like that. And then on Ace's team, Kyler Murray might go for 50 because he's playing Seattle. Um, Jared Goff is going to struggle against Tampa. Mike Davis against Detroit could have a big game. Kamara will have a big game as usual. Tyreek Hill, I don't know. He was quiet against the Raiders last time. Could happen again. Had not been for that touchdown, yeah, he would have been very quiet. Marquise Brown is butt cheeks. Justin Jefferson, some Midwest-style football against Dallas. It could just be handed to Dalvin all game. But sometimes these bad teams stop good players for some reason. So, But I wouldn't expect too much noise from Justin Jefferson. Mark Andrews has been asked, mostly because Lamar has been struggling to throw it. Naheem Hines, that could be a good one. Phil Rivers loves slinging it to Especially him. Especially against that bad Green Bay defense. Yeah. They've been terrible against running backs. And then we've got the football team versus Cincy. Cincy can put up points, so just looking at it, I know Asa is projected to win, but I like Sky this week, which unfortunately means Sky will have clinched a playoff spot. I don't want either of these teams to win, but one has to win, so I'm going to go with Sky. Yeah, I'm going to go opposite with you. I, I haven't picked Sky, and I don't think a single matchup this year, and I don't intend on doing so. Uh, so I will be picking Asa this week. I think his team have the better matchups, and I've made it very clear that I just don't like Skyler's team. I love the Sky Weekly. I love the work he does. Uh, I like Sky. Uh, I just don't like his team. And I can't pick a team that I don't like. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking Asa this time. For our next matchup, we have Allen versus Logan. 
which, you know, it could end up being an interesting matchup. But I think the least spicy of the week, Chris. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, Allen does have to win to keep his playoff hopes alive. Logan can lose and is in a good spot with points where a loss isn't devastating, but a win and Logan's in. So, yes. So that, yes, both uh, four and six and six and four. So, like, the the Logan beating Allen would be uh, uh, very clinching of being in the playoffs and not being in the playoffs for both teams. Uh, but... Allen being Logan would really change things going into the last week. It would. So, so yeah, I, I take. I mean, I think it's the least spicy of them all, but I think it's like still very spicy. <laughs> so, taking a look at the matchups here. Oh, yeah, I you just directed me to probably the most important part about this last time, Chris. Go, why don't you take that one? I just wanted to be on record that last time Logan played Allen, Logan went for went bananas, dropping 234 points. And Allen had a respectable week at 162. Mm-hmm. That's right. So Allen may be looking for a little revenge. And, you know, I, I picked Allen last week to be the highest scorer because I was done picking against him, and he lost. And, you know, I'm going to pick Logan in this matchup solely because I think Allen's going to win. <laughs> and if I pick Allen, I do not want him to reap the the uh, karma benefits, uh, the karma of me picking him, because apparently when I pick him, he loses, and uh, I, didn't li- I didn't like that. I want Allen to win, so I'm picking Logan in this matchup. No other no other factors going into that. I just just that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Allen. I think that would just in it would cause so much chaos going into the final week. Allen would still have a chance at making the playoffs. Nobody would know how. But it would be it would just be crazy, and then everybody would just be until all week. You probably won't sleep Saturday night because you know what's on the line: playoff football, and everybody knows that that's a big deal in our league. So I'm gonna go with Allen. I like his team. It's honestly not bad. Um, to share how to see how much of a toss up this week is, Chris. Yeah. Neither you or I have chosen the same person to win this week. That's yeah. how much of a big week this is, and not a toss-up this week is, but and that wasn't staged. That was no. not planned. That was just all, everything that we do on the PP all is organic. on the spot. All organic, and That's I can right. guarantee you, our next matchup, we will not be agreeing on who's going to win either. I will agree. So I think that uh, at this point, it's going to be five for five. Yeah. On uh, against each other on matchups, uh, but you know, we're going to go into our last uh, calls, and you know, this he may go down as the greatest caller of all time, Chris. Yeah. For those of you who don't follow European soccer, Ray Hudson has some of the greatest calls you'll ever hear. And so, and please enjoy this. Yes, I think that's all that needs to be said. Like a Jedi Knight! No, better than that, a Templar Knight! This is a flash of pure inspiration! And let me tip my hat to the genesis of this goal, Ibarra! Lionel only absolutely lights it up here! He lifts off it, flamethrowers it past poor Rennie Vega. It's just as well Rennie didn't get a hand to that because it would have taken it off his wrist. Superlative football and an out-of-this-world Benini sculpture of a finish. Majestical Argentina, merciless like Kathy Bates with that sledgehammer in that movie. Remember that misery? That's what Messi was like. He pulled a sledgehammer out. Look out! Suarez, sweet as a nut, has got magic in his feet. Look at this, twinkle toes, stardust, 
standing open with his hands out like a big windmill begging for the ball. He could have put it in with his tush. He's in like Flynn here. There's his taking his picture. I see you, buddy. But Forlan absolutely sticks his finger down his throat. It'll be magic from Raquel Me, no matter that he's been in cobwebs for the last few months. The magnificence of Raquel Me again. Finding the beautiful bunce of the Barcelona man. Gabi Melito is surgical with his head, I feel. But look at the ball Raquel Me puts on an absolute silver altar. It just needs touching on. Gabi Melito steals in like a thief in the night and slices it home. Rani Vega is rooted to the spot, Ficus Tree Lake. But it comes down. Not to the goal scorer in my book, but to the heavenly ball of Raquel Me. Hey. And you know, as much as we want to hear Ray Hudson call games, uh, we, we, we can't be doing this all night. Uh, we, we could let this roll for 30, 40 minutes. Up. But my favorite call of all time, Chris, I don't know if you know this one, is uh, he called out in one game. He said, it's electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Oh, so that's my favorite call of all time from Ray. Yeah, I would agree. I very much enjoyed that call. I also enjoyed that first one we heard. I never heard that before, and he just talked about Star Wars and <laughs> marble statues. He did have one call too for for people that are curious. I'm gonna make up the actress's name because I don't know, but he said it had more curve than Jessica Roberts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So this guy, this guy's great. He's a legend. And for those of you that are wondering where you can watch him, I believe the MLS just signed him to a contract. Did they? So they pulled him away wow. from the Liga. So well, we may be having to watch more MLS. Right. Playoffs. MLS playoffs start Friday. So tune in. You know, here's some unbelievable calls. I will conquer what has not been conquered. Feet will not be in my cream. I will believe what others have doubted. I will always endeavor to pull up steam out of respect of my team. I have trained my mind and my body will fall. Who am I? I am a champion! I will acknowledge the fact that my opponents do not expect me to win. But I will never surrender. Weakness will not be in my heart. I will look to my comrades and to those who have brought me to this world and those who have trained me, and I will draw strength from that. Who am I? I am a champion! I will practice so hard to feel the battle, and I will move, move, and everything I can do. And I will reach my field of battle at any means at my disposal. And when I get there, I will ride violently. I will rip the heart from my enemies and leave a breeze on the ground, because he cannot stop me. Who am I? I am a champion! Woo, Chris, that just wants you, gets you ready to go into battle, right? Which we are about to this week. You know, we have the Midtown Tostitos Tacoma Bowl this week. And Chris, you know, I know you're going to lead off with saying that I'm 0-3 against you since I got into Midtown. And and I talked earlier this year when uh, Hunter and I lost to you and said I brought in Hunter and that's going to change. And you know what? We went and we went into the the second half of the uh, the games and and you pulled out the win and you know I give you I give you a lot of respect respect for that but but this week uh, I really hope that my team just flat out pummels yours. Well, I just don't see that happening. And before I dive into it, I just wanted to take roughly forty five seconds to a minute to let people know that I see this as a last stand. It is time to take my last stand as I see my options fade. I act fast, I take my stand, my last stand. 
The scene I didn't expect my last stand to be in because every human has been here. It's a place of history, it's a place of birth, it's a place of death. And it's certainly a place of endings, where I didn't expect mine to end, but I was told I was dead, so I thought I lost my head. People told me I was crazy. They said I was like a maze, a puzzle to solve that nobody could resolve, so I took my last stand. I could barely stand, but I proved I am a man. I'll push my problem in the sand. I'll make sure I stay sane, so I know I'm not broken, nor destroyed, or ready to be buried. I told you I made my last stand. You didn't believe that it was. You thought I tried to kill myself, so I lost faith in you. You would never believe. That's why I made my last stand that night. This is my last stand. Everybody all year has said that I am crazy. I don't have the depth. I don't have the team. And I am coming to show that history is not on your side. This is a fact. And I am looking forward to blowing you out this week. And with that, destroying your playoff hopes. You don't have, I mean, yeah. What is there to say? I beat you last year twice, beat you in the playoffs, I beat you this year to start. And I like my team this week. You know, and I might even play Phillip Rivers. I'm so confident I'm going to get this win. So, I think the rest of the league would agree that I'm the heavy favorite here. Um, so, yeah, I'll let you rebuttal. Even though we can just, everybody, you can just let this go in one ear and out the other. Oh, no, I was just waiting for you to end your rambling and uh, so I could, you know, read, read my poem because uh, my poem this week is, is, is just straight up about victory. Vic wait, no, that's not the one I wanted. I wanted to something. Yes, success. Success is the poem I was looking at. Success is not a number, a thing, or someplace real. Success is about attitude and dreams and what you feel. Success can mean nothing if your happiness is lost. What is making millions will what is making millions when it yields a heavy cost? History may judge us, but it, what matters most is now. Enjoying well the things we have is the most scared vow, sacred vow. You need not go in search of success. It's closer than you know. Just enjoy those things around you and watch your success grow. And that's all I've been doing, uh, watching Hunter and my team over the last four weeks, is it now? Uh, watch our success grow and build to this moment of just utter devastation of your team, Chris. I don't think, I don't understand how you think you can actually beat me. Oh, well, my team's better than yours, so. No, it's not. Uh, it is. Pound for pound, my team is going to blow you out this week. I'm In what way is your team better than mine? No, statistically. In every way. My quarterbacks are better than yours. Oh, well. We'll split the running backs one and one. I'll take Julio Jones over any of your receivers. Any of my receivers? Any, I'll take Julio Jones over Devontae any day. All right, I just week. wanted to make sure I clarified that. I'll take Tyler Lockett over any of your receivers. T. Higgins. Has been You'd take Tyler Lockett over Devontae? Yes. You can see the amount of bullshit spewing out of his mouth at this point, and folks. For our viewers Buckle there, up, everybody! If you look at Chase Claypool, he says it's his position rank is 16. The last six, seven weeks, he's been wide receiver number six. You know, he's so stinky that his name should be Chase Claystool. No, he's very good. You're going to get blown out. The league knows it. You know it. You're just putting on a brave face, which I respect. You gotta come out brave when you haven't beat your opponent. 
ever since you moved into Midtown. Two years of a little stain on your record known as Chris Trussell. You know, Chris, uh, you resented the Madame Zeroni curse, and I am giving you one last chance to accept that the curse is real and give yourself a fighting chance in this matchup. There is no curse. For the viewers out there, I threw all the games to get us to 5-5 five and five so I could just pummel you. Oh, well, you're, I tried, Chris. I tried to give you a chance, and, and you threw it back in my face. So, man, uh, all hail Madam Zeroni. Uh, but, Chris, I, I really, I really I wish the better for you. But I'm sorry. Sorry that I'm going to have to do this to you. Yeah, I'm not worried. But we could go on and on. We're going to dive into our... Who we think is going to be the highest scorer this week? And uh, I'm going to make it short and sweet. Uh, my team's going to be the highest scorer this week. Oh, that's wrong because my team's going to be the highest scorer. Oh, well, you heard of your folks. That's the highest score that you've had. And obviously the matchup of the week is the Tostitos-Tacoma Bowl. Uh, that's clear-cut and couldn't have been more uh, understanding there. But uh, we'll jump into your, your segment, Chris. They can't lose. Which I hear uh, is still undefeated. It is undefeated, and I am riding a hot hand. Last night, I picked the Vikings minus three in the under. That happened. Today, I did a little Mac football action. Two overs. A little Mac action. And got both of those. So I am two for two this week and undefeated all time. But, you know, just looking at the lines this week, we'll start the Thursday night game. Right now, Seattle's three-point favorites. I like that. I'll take the Hawks. I think Russell makes a statement. I think the defense comes out to play. I think Kyler Murray does well, but I think in the end, everything just gels well for the Hawks. So take minus three there. We've got the Eagles and Browns. We'll stay away from that. we got the Falcons and Saints. We're going to take Atlanta plus five because we don't know if Winston is worth a damn, and we do know Atlanta's offense is very good. Then we're going to go to the Patriots and the Texans. Patriots are minus two favorites. We're going to go with Houston just because they have a very good offense. <clears throat> then we're going to go over to Minnesota and Dallas. We're going to take Minnesota. Those are your four teams. And, of course, $40 would win 378 And Seahawks minus three, Falcons plus five, Texans plus two, and Vikings minus seven. That is your can't lose. Uh, can't lose, and you heard it here. Can't lose, everybody. So uh, thank you all for tuning in once again, and uh, we will see you next week. And uh, next week we'll be singing a different tune, I'm sure, because uh, shit will only get stirred even more after this week. So thank you, and as we say here on the PP, uh, believe in yourself, but not as much as Chris believes in himself. Yeet.
Bem, 